Hey horror fans, it is a new episode of Hellmouth Hotline and uh, let's get into the pack from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and uh, just before we get into it, check out the links in the show notes of uh, the episode uh, there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing beyond this podcast and if you fancy checking some of that out uh, especially the vlog channel on YouTube uh, really going to be pushing and doing more of that stuff over the coming months so uh, I would really appreciate you checking that out let's get into it This review is episode 6 titled The Pack. Now every series I feel can't and very rarely does hit 100% each time. There's usually one or two episodes per season that are you know pretty weak and in all honesty if I had to pick one out of season one this would be it. The Pack. Not I don't want to say this is an episode you can just skip because, as I say, that's it, probably not the strongest episode in the series. But there's stuff that happens in here that is, you know, key moments that need to be seen. And, you know, there's something that happens in this episode that affects the rest of the series and set up to the seasons coming in. So there's something, even though it's not a strong episode, there's always something in here. That you need to see so you can't actually and i wouldn't recommend in these you know the seasons of buffy the vampire there to really skip any of the episodes because there's always as i say a little something in there that you need to see so essentially in this episode there's a school trip happening they're off the zoo to check it out and you know you know buffy's kind of bored and whatnot she's just she doesn't really want to be there she wants to be out doing something else Everybody else is kind of the same. You remember just like yourself back in the day whenever you are in a school trip. So, you know, meets up with Xander, Willow and whatnot, and they kind of cheer up a little bit. They're going to go and try and make the best of it. So, there's another little guy turns up. You know, a little geek sort of a fellow. And the sort of guy that kind of gets... The guy gets bullied by all the cool kids in school. Which, uh, to be honest, that would have been me. <laughs> if I had to compare myself to a character in this episode, that was the, the kid that sort of got, you know, that's why I'm a bit of a bruiser now because you grow up and you start to learn how to defend yourself. I digress. <laughs> so, of course there's these four characters turn up in this this episode and they're, they're the bullies. They're kind of giving this guy a little bit of grief. Xander decides that he's going to go and try and break it up and uh, they sneak into the hyena enclosure and get this little guy to come in and the whole reason they're doing it is because they just want to mess with him just you know screw about freak him out sort of idea but you know it is a quarantined area so it's it's cordoned off Xander sees this happening puts two and two together and comes up with these guys that are up to something I'll get him rescue this little guy so he does he goes in sorts it out uh, Gets a little guy out of there. Just as that happens, Xander's with these other four kids and this hyena. They're kind of tempting the hyena with this kid. Xander pulls him away, gets him to safety. You see the eyes in the thing glowing, and then these guys. 
eggs glow as well and you know something's happened here so essentially this episode is these four kids along with Xander get possessed by the spirit of a hyena and uh, start acting completely out of uh, character and these guys you know people don't really suspect it because it sets it up as these four main characters these four guys were you know the troublemakers so you know a bad attitude would kind of go unnoticed with these four for a while but Xander is involved in it too and you can see him turning into basically a prick in this episode to everybody and including Buffy and Willow as well so you know I'm, I'm just going to bounce over a lot of stuff here because as I say this is just this episode there's a lot of stuff happens in here that just can basically be a lot of you know Xander's attitude is changing the way he's acting towards people is changing so from drawing they start to get suspicious they start looking into what's happening there's a little zookeeper at the beginning of the episode too i should say that you know warned buffy and the rest of them off going into this enclosure with the hyenas that it was cordoned off and that's important because later on this guy comes back and again when they're trying to figure out what's happening so as i say for it not been a strong episode, there's a couple of things that get on here that are very story changing and you know big things for the day this was made. And one of them was there is and it's handled so tastefully and you know in a, in a way that they could deal with it, get it past the censors, and also just you know uh bring up the subject, deal with it and move on and the subject was uh, sexual assault and you know it's not something that really pops into your head whenever you think of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that they actually cover sexual assault in any of these episodes and they may have done to a you know, bigger extent later on in the series as I say it's been over 20 years guys since I say close to 20 years since I watched these properly and uh, Yes, of course, Xander, up to this point in the series, we know he's had a crush on Buffy, and on this episode, you know, he's possessed with the spirit of the hyena, and they're, they're just kind of close to the end of this episode. They're living on basic animal instincts, basically, and Xander breaks off from the main four for the first time to go after Buffy and actually tries to sexually assault her you don't actually see it happening but you're you know you know that's what's happened uh cuts from him actually going for to the next scene in the library where willow's doing research to try and work out what's happening and the door opens and buffy walks in and she's dragging an unconscious xander behind him and you know she just she makes a comment towards you know sexual assault and that's as far as it goes you know so they do actually brave on the territory that you wouldn't expect for an ep for a series that first start was aimed towards younger viewers and that it was going out so early in the in the evening before the watershed like over here you're talking 7 30 p.m which is incredibly early like for a, a show that you know for a start is essentially a horror show so it was 
taking brand new steps for its time and dealing with stuff in a way that got the, the story the point across that kind of put it on the nose but at the same time did it in a way that was t both tasteful got it past the censor and brilliant so that's the one thing that you need to see this episode for but that is just basically like that's done and dusted in like 40 seconds at the very most but the headmaster in this series and for some reason his name has completely left me at this point ah anyway he tracks the other four down takes them to the office because at one point they kill the school's mascot which is a pig and because they the team the football team in the school are called the Razorbacks if I recall properly uh, and the reason I'm not recalling properly is that it was actually recording this video like a couple of weeks after I've actually watched the episode again so it's not exactly 100% fresh in my head but the Razorbacks are the team name and you know, that's a sort of pig so of course the headmaster decides we'll get a pig as the team mascot so these guys you know possessed with a hyena they want to hunt so of course this pig is in the skull in a cage so it's like we're going to eat this thing so the guy headmaster which is kind of a character at this point in the series you're kind of growing to like him a lot you know he's, he's the sort of guy that you know he's got a no nonsense attitude as well but he's got one of these he's one of these characters that is very likeable and you know at this point you're kind of thinking he's going to be a, a character that they're, you're going to like in the progression of the series essentially so he gets these guys figures out what they've done to this pig and like, he takes them to his office he's threatening to kick them out of school you know and uh, expel them and they left the phone call their parents and the police whatever and they attack him and you know like it, it fades to black but we find out they've actually murdered and killed the principal of the school so you know a big game changer in the series to this point uh you know an episodes episode two Episode 1 they set up like a main cast of characters, like the main circle, and in episode 2 they took one of those characters and killed him. So straight out the gate, you know, game changer. And then, you know, they set up the series as in Buffy's the Slayer, she has to try and keep this a secret, and whatever happens, they try to cover, not that they're trying to cover it up, but they're not, you know, ringing any alarms to get it out there and say right this is happening the slayers here blah blah look at me sort of thing so you know most of the episodes something happens but something kind of covers it up as well you know so uh, the fact that they actually made the decision to kill a character such as the headmaster of the high school that's you know that's a brave thing to do basically so you know uh so uh, by the end of the episode they work out what's happened. They work out what's happened. They go back to the hyena house to see this guy that warned them off at the start, and he's very helpful. 
and he's like, you know, I've done a little bit of research on this, this is why I knew something was wrong, I've cordoned this whole thing off, quarantined it to keep people out because something, I knew something wasn't right. So he's going to get Giles to get the, Giles and Buffy to bring the, the five students back. Uh, they've worked out a way to counteract the spell, put everything back to normal. So uh, Giles and Willow get there before the rest of them, Buffy's off fighting the guys, trying to get them to chase her back. What we figure out is, by the end of this episode, that this zookeeper has known all along that this could happen, and he's actually wanted to use the power of the hyena to his own advantage, and, you know, these guys actually screwed up his plans at the beginning of the episode by accidentally getting possessed by the hyena. And, uh, you know, by the time Buffy gets the students back to this place thinking that you're going to sort this here out, this guy has actually knocked Giles out, has Willow knife their neck, threatening to uh, kill her if, you know, Buffy doesn't do what she's told sort of thing. So, you know, and and perfect horror style this villain character falls foul to his own plans basically and everything blows up in his face the students get cured of the hyena the, the spirit of the hyena jumps out back into the hyena or sorry the spirits jump out Spirit of the hyena jumps out of the students into this guy. He gets what he wants. He gets the power of the hyena. He gets the and um, I'm going to be an unstoppable sort of thing. And you know, in the fight with Buffy, and um, she didn't actually mean to do this, but by complete accident, she knocks him back towards the hyena enclosure. Falls over. Harbin, the big good character of the film. I can't kill this guy because he's actually human. So she's running to help him, grabs hold of him by his hand, and he's panicking, trying to get help from her at this point. But too late, the hyenas grab him, trail him in to the enclosure. Of course, that's him. He's been eaten as well. Game over. So by the end of the episode, we get our little closure with uh, Xander trying to apologise for everything that he did for being an idiot and, you know hurting Willow's feelings in a major way, like best friends from day one and he essentially told her that earlier on in the episode that you know I don't want to hang out with you anymore you're just you know you're a waste of space sort of thing so really hurt her feelings on the deepest level that he could and then of course sexual assault on Buffy so he's saying I can't recall anything but you know it's all a blur from the first time I went under the hyena enclosure until they got them cured by the end of the episode. I've got no idea what happened in between those two times, whatever I did, I'm, I'm really sorry. And everything's fine and well, Buffy and Willow. Forgive them, off they go. Giles is off in the background, passing by, hears this, and he comes over and he's like, you know, in all my research, I've never heard of this type of possession having memory lapses and people not remembering what happened. And, you know, I think it's just Xander's way of just trying to, you know, you know, I would rather they think that I don't know what happened. So that's, that's not a strong episode, but as I say, it's 
that's one that you, if you're watching the series, this is a few parts in this episode that you really need to see because it does actually change the structure, the character structure in a way, for the rest of the series. And as I say, the whole sexual assault thing was just tastefully done. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Check out my social media links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.